You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello and welcome to Heroes of the Horn, a Wheel of Time podcast. I am Sir Matt. And I am Sir Ezra. Friends, welcome back to our Wheel of Time book club. Today we're diving into something special. It's a special weekend, my friend. Jordan Con is happening. It's out there in Atlanta. I guess it's happening. We're not there. <laughs> we're not there, unfortunately. Well, you know, here's the crazy thing is that... This weekend is also the same weekend as Ice and FireCon, which is a Game of Thrones podcast, which we've had tickets to for two years. Yeah. The tickets that I bought two years ago were set for this. So, yeah, uh, you know, COVID, everything has delayed everything. But um, so not attending Jordan Con, also not attending Ice and FireCon just because I don't know. I just ended up being like, I just not feeling not really yeah. feeling the convention mood this year. Well, we're also not going to Star Wars Celebration. It's just so weird. Nah. It's, it's going to be a downer kind of year. Could have last year, could have the year before, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing right. is, I mean... As, are, as, as and I are both getting married this year, it's finances, yeah. expenses. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. Right. Right. Not to well, each other, but to separate well, people. Right. Well, we've been married for years, so... <laughs> well, right. <laughs> uh, but, hey, Jordan Con tweeted out, this is like they sold out. This is their largest yeah. uh, attended attended con, I believe. How many people them. are there? I don't know. I they're I, they're in Atlanta. I imagine they're in the convention center or they're in a hotel convention. I'm, I'll go look that up real quick because, yeah. If by the way, if you guys pop in here and you anyone knows, um, first of all, hello, we're live to those yes. of you who are watching. Appreciate you popping in here uh, with us. But yeah, if you guys got any images or if you are at Jordan Con and you're you're there. What's going on? Like, leave us a mess. Tell us what's happening. You know, right? Well, I mean, the big news is is uh, this is probably gonna be the, this is gonna be the topic of our uh, conversation today. Let me get this out. You know, yesterday we got that tweet. Um, yeah, which we've known, right? Um, right. Oh, it was a what? Didn't they change it? What is their Twitter? Yeah, now? it's now. It's, it's now. Um, I think, I think the it's, wheel, it's just it's just the wheel of time. The wheel of time. 
Yeah. So the big the big news here, and let me get this uh, pulled up here, um, is we have a casting for Avienda. Yep. So, um, it's pulled up there. All right. So the so the crazy the I guess the thing is we knew we were gonna get Avienda in season two. Yeah. And uh, here we are. Uh, her, what is her name? Like Aola Smart, I believe. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is either, it's either Aola or Iola. Aola or Iola. Yeah. I think she's an Irish yeah. actress. I think. Okay. Um, but nonetheless, we have uh, a casting for Avienda, so it's confirmed we're getting Avienda in season two. I guess that 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 sort of now leads us to the question of like, what does that mean, and where are we going in season two with Avienda? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's cool. It's interesting. It's a uh, you know, it, it's confirmed. Um, we have a casting for the character. Uh, which which the crazy thing to me is that you have Avienda, uh, and and Elaine. So, because I was thinking maybe you just you stick with one, introducing one or the other, and going one route. But I think you're going to have two crews going in in different directions. You got to go to the IEO waste, and then you got to go to Camelin, right? You you have to go to the 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 tower and have Elaine introduced. I it's just um. It's ambitious, and I like it. Yeah, so I think what we were saying, which was initially that season two, which, by the way, it also is pretty much looking slash somewhat confirmed season two isn't happening until 2023. Mm -hmm. Um, So it seems like we've been saying we think it's season two is going to be Great Hunt and Dragon Reborn sort of running in parallel and combined. But now I think it's almost Great Hunt, Dragon Reborn, and Shadow Rising, at least Rand's portion, plugged into Season 2. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because we can even go back over some of this, too, because I think it's it's interesting to, to talk about like where we left off. I, I, I was blown away that in Season 1... You had that we that we got as far as we did, but that we only got that far. You know what I mean? That yes. we that we got to the events of the eye of the world. I we all thought they were going to try to do like a book and a half or or more. So this now seems like with the casting and where we're headed, and maybe based upon what they saw and ratings and reviews and stuff from season one, maybe they think they have to go at at a, at a quicker pace and they have to do uh, more, cover more of of the material, move things around. But uh, yeah, I definitely think we're going to be following the avienda uh, uh track and it seems like it's going to be matt it's going to be so different from the books i don't even i think at this point you can just say here's what i think is going to happen and you've got just as as good a guess as anybody you right. know what i mean i mean you can kind of use the book as as some of a all right this is this is where you can kind of base it in in terms of where the books are at but like for example matt has said for a while that um rand is going to go to the io waste and he is going to um, kind of interact, you know, with with the Aiel, and they go actually across the spine of the world to find him. Right? They go to Tyr, and and that's the whole thing. This is going to go down a different way. I think. I think he's he's going to go on his his walkabout. I think the hunt for the Horn of Alir, which is awesome, by the way, that they actually have that, and it's going to be a thing. Hopefully, it should be. Yes, uh, in season yes. two. Um, but they're gonna there's going to be another crew responsible for that hunt and, and do two things at the same time have rand go go into the io waste learn all this stuff he doesn't need uh, he, he can still take more rain with them uh, if they if they want to send um one of the other girls in there they can but like i think Egwene doesn't even go until after the events of the dragon reborn until they have the whole you know um Everything's got, you know, sort of revealed there. So she still needs to go to the tower. They still need to be trained. They still need to meet Elaine. And they have a lot to do on this side of the map. Rand wants to get away because he believes he's the dragon. He knows he's the dragon now. So it's time to go to the IO waste and, uh, yeah, and get it done. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's to me, yeah, just like you said, Rand. So we've talked about this before. In the Great Hunt, Rand is with everyone on the hunt for the horn. But in the Dragon Reborn, you don't even see him. He's just sort of wandering around. You literally meet up with him at a few campfires where Egwene runs into him in like the dream world, right? 
Yeah. Well, she's in the dream world. He's in the real world. Just sort of sitting there like a campfire on making his way all the way down to tier. But then in the shadow rising is when Rand and Matt are over in the IU waste and Rand's beginning to meet them and all this stuff. And then it sets up with cool and all, and all of that. So clearly it seems like Rand's now going to the IO waste by himself um, where he's going to meet Avienda and right. Start this. I think what's going to happen is he's already heard a little bit of what the dragon is from the I Sedai. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he is going to, uh, he's going to now learn the Aiel way of things and learn that maybe, the, maybe, the, maybe we're going to have more distrust between the Aiel and the Aes Sedai than we think. Like, you yeah. know, that's, I mean, it hap- it's there, but it's, it's going to be, I think it's going to be pushed up quite a bit. Um, so we're going to get, we're definitely going to get a lot of that. And then maybe the end of it, as we said, which I think we said, you know, one of the last times we were on here podcasting was maybe Rand shows up to tear uh, where we think it's going to happen rather than fall, fall Dara, where the way that the way that the great hunt ends, I think you just sort of have uh, maybe Kalendor be the main focus. And you like blow the horn of Lear is go. The horn of Lear gets blown and everything that happens at the end of the great hunt is actually taking place in tier. But now Rand shows up with an Aiel army or whatever and then it, yeah. it's kind of a lot of these events take place here. You could then move like Perrin's story uh, forward, right? Maybe like Perrin's because I don't. You're definitely not going to be able to do all three of like Shadow Rising, Great Hunt, and whatever. I think you're. I think really just just only probably this aspect of the Great Hunt or excuse me, Shadow Rising is getting pulled forward into season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good point. I mean, like you have to have the the hunt, whether it's Falma or Tear or whatever, Perrin is is in on that. Uh, you're gonna have to rope Tom back in more. I think you know Moraine can go with Rand if if that's what they want to do. Also, because Moraine kind of disappears in the Great Hunt and does her thing, but for you know Perrin, and again, you could also split it up by season. Maybe the first four episodes is just a, a shorter chase for the hunt or, or for the horn. They get that, and then he goes on and has to has to do some awesome Tavir and stuff back in the two rivers. You know, you have that set, you have all of those uh, individuals cast, right? So right. that would be kind of cool to see them go back there. Pot on pain. If he's a big, if the horn is stolen from him and he wants to lure people back in immediately, he's going to go to the two rivers and try to, to get some of the Tavir in there, which gets him access to uh, Rand. So, yeah, you know, I don't know. There's also this weird bit where pot on pain in the book really dwells on, on rand and and his hunt you know he's he's hunting for the dark one but right now it seems like it's perrin who he's made eyes with and it's matt who he had dealings with right supposed to be matt right yeah that might shift back and see that's another thing we don't we don't we don't think about it as much too as what is matt's arc especially with barney harris leaving and everything as it was what are they going to shift around um in season two you know i actually i'm fine with it getting switched over a little bit to Perrin, especially yeah. because I think we're actually set up right now where Matt could, I think this may be a route they go in season two is um, Matt's. We see him go back to the tower. I think, I don't know that we've been, we've had casting for it yet. Have we had casting for one of God or Gawain? I don't um, know. I, I don't think, I don't so. think so. Look up here. But I think we can still have that where Matt, like, fights galad and gawain and then maybe he and tom end up leaving maybe he meets tom there at the white tower because that's remember a lot of the big cities and everything i think are now just going to be focused that's going to be in tarvalin where a lot of those big events take place um maybe he meets up with tom Marilyn, and maybe he and tom Marilyn actually end up going to the io waste looking for rand okay yeah yeah, instead, uh, and then and then through that, if like if they go looking for him, uh, we, we had a great right. comment up here as well that land might also go looking for him. So, Catherine, thank yeah. you. Yeah, because I think I think what you could do then is then you have you have Rand over there with Avienda, which gives you like with with the Aiel. Because you think about like your season, and you sort of like have like a little bit of a gang together. So then you're gonna have Rand and um, the Aiel probably. Avienda will be the main person he's interacting with. 
okay, you're going to have the girls at the White Tower training, and Moraine can't be there. So we don't, that's, she's kind of the wild card because it's like so different. We don't know exactly, you know, like what's going <laughs> to, like what's going to be going on there. Yeah. But, um, then I think Perrin, what you're going to do is Perrin is obviously going to be now the one hunting for the horn, like the main sort of hunt for the horn. is going to be probably Perrin. Yeah. And I think Fahil's arc is probably getting moved up, which I think works and can make sense because then you can have her be a hunter for the horn. And Let's then go. now you have that dynamic of Perrin going there. And then there's kind of your main cast. And that's probably what's going to be going on. That's it. You call. I mean, so actually, once you brought it, once you mentioned Fael, I was like, uh, yeah, she she's she's a hunter, right, of the horn, and then she she hooks up with Perrin. So clearly, yeah, that's 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 where you want to take that uh, line of thought with yeah. with her and pa with Perrin being the the person chasing down Pot on Fane, right? right? And so it probably means that a lot of like stuff that's inside the Great Hunt and the Dragon Reborn are like. Like stuff like Deus de Mar and like the playing of the houses and stuff like that. That's probably getting at least not like cut, but a mention potentially moved to a different part. Yeah. Yeah. They could definitely do that because it's like, do you think we're going to go to Kyrian and spend a bunch of time in a place? No. In, in an, I, I think you're going to go to Camelon. I think of all the places that you would go and where you spend a significant amount of time in the right. series overall. Like you see yeah. Camelon quite a bit. It, it yeah. matters. You know, like now sort of thinking about it, like, I don't know. There's so much stuff where like, man, I just don't know that they could cut that, that they could cut that. But like, I think sometimes we view the series in terms of like trying to get it to fit in the show where we think like, man, you just have to have like this and this and this. Actually, I don't know that you do. Like, I think you really like to really be able to do this thing in like however many seasons, which by the way, they're talking like, remember they said like 80 episodes, like five seasons, like five to six seasons. Like you have to be like, what are like the pinnacle points? We have like these are like the main points, right? Right. Yeah. If you said, hey, yeah. this is if you said if you said, hey, this is going to be five seasons, right? Right. What are the what are like the five main points we have to hit in order to tell the story? Yeah, you you say yeah. It, what are you yeah. are you saying that that's that yeah they have to figure that out right? What what are those what are those? Points? I think so. I think yeah. that I think that's what I think that's where it feels like we're at because based on how many episodes they're approved for and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, so, I mean, I guess in the next couple books, what are those major points? You know, we're going to jump into some comments here uh, from Jordan Khan and different people who are talking about wanting to be there and stuff. And I've got the schedule pulled up here and just looking at some of the people that are going to be there, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, just up to where we're at in, in the books. I mean, I would again, like, you think, you know, it's like, what, what's more important at the end of the great hunt? Is it like, what happened? Is it like brand? I mean, I, I, to me, it's like the blowing of the horn, I guess. It's like, you need that. Like you need like Matt blowing the horn. Does it matter if Matt blows it there or if he blows it say in tier or somewhere else? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. MJ Daniel says, uh, Falma, Bane, Matt, Tom, and the horn are some of the main, main points there. Egwene and then the Sean Chen. Yeah, yeah, they've already mentioned that's Jesus. They've already shown them. I mean, by the light, they've already brought them up, so they might be pushing that point uh, like more right further than we think. Or we said their attack is just not Falma; it's Tear or somewhere else, you know, different, right. uh, perhaps. I think the girls are probably going back. They're probably going to get about two episodes of training. Yep. And then I think maybe you start to begin to move like Suwan getting like kicked out, like, you know, de deposed. I think that's going to be like that's happening next season. I think it's going to be Leandrin because we haven't met an Elida yet. And I don't know that we need one because um, they've already set Leandrin up to be sort of this like main, you know, eyes at eye villain. Yeah. So you go that route. And then it's like, okay, Egwene and Elaine who will be like there brand new. And uh, the other thing is like, when Elaine shows up, she feels like she's way further behind everyone mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. They may they may change that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there, there's things. Okay, here's something interesting that they. So L Elaine later on in the series learns how to kind of create Tirongriol and do some right. cool stuff where she can. You know, they could do, that could be her specialty already. They, they could already walk in there and say, "Hey, look, she can do this. Th like this is her skill. This is her her unique." Um, and just whatever and she's maybe been there a little bit longer 
we don't really know exactly how long she's been at the tower or, or if they're going to pick her up in Cayman, by God, they could just go to, I mean, we have no idea that they're going to do that. We assume she's going to be at the tower just the way that she is in the, in the main series. Right. Because we've already skipped the part where Rand meets her. That's the other thing too. Rand has to meet. So he's going to meet Avienda. It looks like before he meets Elaine, unless we're holding off here and then Rand's going to go back to the tower. Why would you ever take the dragon? No. Why? Will they ever do that? Do you think they would like, because that's a big thing. You know, Rand never goes to the tower and. Are you okay? Are you okay with that sort of reversal? where maybe Rand sort of falls, you know, hooks up with Avienda and then later gets with Elaine. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of a, that's kind of like a big part of it where Avienda feels like bad, right? That like, cause Ooh. she feels, she feels like Rand is promised to Elaine and then they yeah, hook so, up yeah. and she's, yeah. How do you, how do you do that? Cause that, that lingers for a long time with Avienda. Like either he goes there let's say Rand goes to the IO waste and then Avienda was actually, already sent over um, the spine, you know, was, was actually searching for he who comes with the dawn and the whole situation. So maybe she hooks up with him later, but why would we even be tracking her throughout the series? If she's not with one of the members of the main cast, you know, it feels like yeah. you have to lump these people together in groups to kind of move them through. So that's, a that's good how you they do might, it. That's how might you do it in television. It. Yeah. Yeah. They, but they might actually flip it where like Rand that. is, is going to go hook up with Avienda and then, I don't know. I guess the only way, the only other way the only other way you could do it cuz it, it just to make it sort of work in television is maybe you have Rand and Avienda sort of liking you like okay there's like that there's that sort of like tension where there where they feel like they don't like each other but you know it's just one of those things like all right you guys just need to bang it out. Right. Um and then and then you'll be fine. And then it feels like maybe they get close to, to like hooking up and then they don't. And then he goes and he's like sort of with Elaine and Avienda's sort of like looking there longing and realizing, you know, like that's like good television. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. Is, yeah. is it is it true to the books? No. But is that good television? Yes. That's the kind of stuff where, oh, right. you're, you're watching episodes waiting for it to happen. I mean, well, it has to it sort of has to be good television. Too. And then that would still just real quick. That would still give you that sort of just like triangle, which I guess ultimately turns into a what? Like it's a. I don't know. Square? Uh, four P. I mean, how do you know? Circle. <laughs> it's a circle. It's a circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I get you. Yeah, yeah, you want good TV setups. I mean, season one did that where we're all sitting there thinking they 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 had an element of who is the dragon, right? Like that was the big question. So I guess another thing we could think about is what is that big question? What's the big guessing game or what's the mystery or the allure or or whatever in, in this series? It could it could be. Like if if I were them, if I were if I were the sh- if if in charge of this thing, I would start to sprinkle in some serious dark friend stuff. Make yes. people like, you know, who can we trust? Who can we not trust? Because the the scariest moment for me was like in, in season one when I thought Lanfear was there and we hadn't noticed it because. Again, they can shift their their form that they can hide in other forms right. with with a loot. So that might have been Lanfear or another Forsaken just in disguise, you know, as Dana, the innkeeper. Yeah, do something like that where it's it's where you've got us guessing who can we trust, and maybe someone who totally seemed like uh, an innocent there to help us, maybe even disguised as one of our main characters. I mean, you can do some trippy stuff to really fool people. And and bring the the forsaken in the in the you know like dark friends up in, in terms of importance and stuff. So yeah, just one quick comment here. The green Zeno asked, "Do we know who his cast is?" Obviously, yes, we do. Um, her name is Aola Smart. I hope I'm pronouncing. I hope we're pronouncing that correct. Yeah. Um, here's the actress who's uh, who's going to be playing. I will say at first when I saw, and I actually think this picture, which is just her Instagram picture, it's not like her official headshot. This picture to me is a better picture than the one that they, they used. Not going to lie. Yeah. This was the one, this is just from her Instagram. I just have her Instagram pulled up here. This was the one that, that they used if it, if it loads. Um, and like, you pulled that comment down, but, uh, I, I immediately saw it and I was just like, that just does not feel like Avi ended. 
because all the fan art just to be fair all the fan art is like this like red-haired you know like woman yeah but then i but then I, you know it's like first of all i need to see her in costume and everything but then i started scrolling down her instagram more and i was like okay i could definitely see you know like um like this that this is like just her sort of like headshot but then you see yeah. some more of her other like this one i think i'm like okay i can see that right yeah she's got this that pictures, look and like the like the, right. like the look in her eyes real or kind of a serious well um, and the other picture her hair is like it's this one it's kind of like down over her face a little bit and stuff like that I'm like this feels more like yeah. this feels better than than the other one at least just for like hey you're gonna be playing avienda right yep yeah no yeah looks cool i'm excited i i think she'll be you know cool again this is actually i don't know i don't know anything about her i know nothing about this yeah I, I, I have to like look her up i pulled her up it looks like she's in uh juliet naked killing eve death in paradise and trendy i've not seen any of those i've seen so. killing eve killing eve okay yeah uh, so she's yeah in she's that. In, okay so she's in a handful of episodes of that she's in one two. Yeah. she's in five episodes of killing eve okay yeah so yeah she does she's not in a, a lot total which is awesome i, I think this is great I, I love when they bring people forward like this and say hey let's let's uh you know find somebody who we want to put into this role and um yeah, this is this is probably going to be a big role for her, I think. So, and, and again, Avienda yeah. is a, is a fan favorite. I actually, so I don't. I, I will say she she is. I think you know. I don't know though. I go back and forth on all three of them. To be yeah, honest, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a fan of Avienda in the books as much. I know people are like, as I swear to God, but I it's men for me. I love men. Men is awesome. And and Elaine, yeah. I'm. I don't know. Kind of out on a lane too. I'm just a men guy. Well, it's just because at first she's sort of like, God, I can't do anything. I don't know, you know. Yeah, but all the but I would I would say that the the problems with Elaine early on are the are the problems that like all of the girls have, and that you know they're consistently getting captured every two seconds. They're gonna. I mean, like every like every two seconds they're captured. They're going to have to fix that. And again, according to them, Matt, they weren't captured, which is what they tell Matt, right? You know, you, we had this right. under control. And Matt's like, no, hold on a second. Didn't I just rescue you guys? And they're like, no. So I mean, yeah. we're into, I mean, we're into book six in the podcast and they've been captured once per book. If at not least. twice. Yeah. <laughs> at least. Yeah. 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 So that's good. That's a good point. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll have to see how, how they handle all of that because I try to think if there's any, you know, major element that might come forward did rafe say they're only going to be up through book three i don't know if he mentioned book four or not if he said they were going to go beyond that but um because that for me would be interesting if they it, just, just based on the number of episodes if he has to do something pretty wild with like gabriel in Cayman, right. does he have to start does he have to start thinking that far ahead and and will he um yeah, so Catherine has a has a comment up here too as well. I agree. More unidentified dark friends. Uh, they did that with Matt in season one. Is he or isn't he? You know, type of thing. So I think keeping us guessing is is interesting. And that's the Forsaken. That's the element. So right now you had this fear factor in terms of the dragon and Logan, but he's been gentled. Um, you had the dark one, and you you build up the dark one's army and all these different things and, and the mystery of it. Someone also said that we might have to do some teaching. Here we go. Uh, the Green Zeno said we this do. as well. Yeah, we got to do some teaching about the magic system to the audience. Obviously, it could be a great part of that. Uh, I think that's true. White Tower stuff. And along with that, introducing an element of surprise. That being, I, th I think, the Forsaken. We've got to see his lieutenants, his generals, his, his you know, the Dark One's um, commanders come back. And Do we have the Dark Friend social in season two to start? That would, that would be cool. That would be cool. Um, I think I think if you did that, you can plant even more than what was actually there in the books. You know, they they do kind of a you know spoilers here, like a Jacob Cardin. They 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 do Inktar there. They have a couple other individuals who are at the Dark Friend Social, but I think you can put more there. And especially with with the visual component, we can see people um, who are dressed in different uh, garment or. Or, or whatever and then be kind of wondering well who, who are they and and where 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 might we see them you know let's say they have a completely different uniform but they're hold they're wearing a special necklace or pendant that's important to them 
and that's like a clue, a breadcrumb that we can then see later on. We see another, you know, barkeep or somebody else working an innkeeper uh, with that same pendant, and we realize, oh shoot, that's actually one of those, you know, dark friends who's at the social. Look out for that person. But but on a first watch, you might not catch it. I like that kind of stuff. I like when they when they leave those um, when they put those layers in there. So yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's. We haven't had. I was just doing looking here. We haven't had really any other big castings for season two. I mean, Avienda is obviously the big one. That's the one they told us. I mean, just there was those ones a few the while ago, but they don't think they ever announced what who specifically those people are playing. Right. Yeah. Remember, because we thought one of them might be Landfear, but there was no, there was nothing specifically saying here's who they are. Honestly, Matt, I, things have been kind of um, quiet. It's been really quiet. Real quiet. You know, like yeah. Is that good? Are they just at work? Are they doing their thing? I've been following some of the other actors' um, Instagram pages, and they are together, right? So they are, uh, they've been filming, doing their thing. Uh, there's no major big guest at Jordan Con. Other, or there are plenty of major guests, excuse me, but like none of our actors, I guess, right? No, no one right. really from the, unless there's gonna be some surprise stuff. Well, that, I mean, there was like a Rafe sort of tidbit, yes. where, where he sort of announced, yeah, here we have, uh, we like virtually our, our people are, are popping in and stuff, yeah. Right. Here's our cast for Avienda. Right. Right. Here's an interesting comment. So Catherine says, never bought Rand loving Elaine, but she's a great character and fabulous with Nynaeve. Um, Avienda becoming a wise one is important and we need Forsaken. Yeah. I I don't know. You know, the whole. I'm one of those guys too. like when men shows up and can do all these mystic things and like men's there. And I don't know. This whole re- I want to be I'm going to be very interested to see how they do the Rand relationship stuff because of everything in the Wheel of Time series. I the whole way through was thinking, no, men was first. Like if it's not going to be right or I was saying Egwene, something's going to happen. But then the, then you get to the point where they just separate. Right. Uh, go their separate ways. And I just, I, I kept thinking, hey, they're not going to do this. Like three, they're just not going to do it. And 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 he did. And it's fine. I mean, it's 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 all good. It's just like, it's going to be different to see on screen. I think, and it's going to be interesting how they communicate that. Because you could imagine in your mind what was going on when when certain of them were linked and right. sharing yes, their right. time with Rand in the tent. Right. I mean, I don't know, Matt. I mean, again, the way they played it up in season one with the, with the warders and their bond um with like alana sadai and stuff was interesting it was a really kind of um just an open relationship and they're just it was it was interesting because naive is very kind of conservative coming from the two rivers and the way she looked at it was this wide-eyed kind of like wait what right. um so to have rand kind of thrust into that will be interesting and robert jordan said originally like the awkwardness of that is really what made him kind of laugh and chuckle, right? This, this, this boy, this man from the two rivers from a backwater village is pulled between, you know, his strings are kind of pulled between three different women and stuff. And how funny wouldn't that be or whatever you, you get, there's interviews of him talking about it. And it's just sort of like, he was just having fun with it. I mean, really, you know? Right. So it'll be, yeah. I don't know. You know, part of me is like, I don't know, because we were talking so much about it before the show started and we were saying like, you know, man, I just because I think we thought that this was going to be a more sort of PG-13 show rather than like a rated R show. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, I would say at this point, it's clearly like a rated R show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I guess I don't I feel less at less um, worried about that now. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not worried. I think people would be fine. I just, I'm, I'm interested to see how they're gonna do it. I mean, you know, I mean, like how we're gonna, how we're gonna right. see right. how they gonna... blossom right. on the screen. Okay, like I, I just, how are those, how are they gonna share that screen time or build to that? Really, I've never seen it done really on 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 in TV. Or has, has never seen it done, man. I've never seen it. Not something I, you know. How's it? How's it work? Woo. <laughs> Read about it. I've who go, about who it. goes first? Right, will, um. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's you're it's real intrigued, crazy. Des. You're real intrigued by. It. Hey, what? Like so? I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, I mean, I get as a reader. Let me tell you this right now. When I started reading some of that stuff, um, it, it's so funny because I yeah, I was like, oh, what, what is going on? 
and you know sharing it with your because i was actually keeping my mom up to date at some points on different parts of, of the, the story well of <laughs> the story of the arc here and then i got to certain points i was like mom doesn't need to know everything that's going on in this book series you know <laughs> it's crazy so yeah it's high fantasy it is um yeah i guess i don't know i mean i don't know dude i mean the 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 witcher had some pretty freaking weird scenes in it and so yeah. i think i no, I, just... I think people are gonna like it i actually think it's gonna be if they if they do it uh right. it's gonna it, the ratings i feel like people are gonna be like this is different this, right. you know what i mean it's not as there's, common or as there's not as other as whatever yeah, there's other amazon shows too which i feel like are more sort of controversial i would say and yeah. even more sort of like i don't know like i haven't really watched a lot but i've seen some clips of the boys and i'm like dude there's some like oh messed up scenes in here oh like, it's i think where the like, the scene where the the scene where like the main guy like just like all right it's like all right we're getting out of here like in the planes like crashing is like nah we ain't gonna save these people and so Dude, this like, way more messed up so <laughs> like that main guy i forget what his name is but he does some crazy stuff stuff that was like jaw dropping for me and like i'm like this right. is gross like it got right. to where it was like really pushing yeah. the boundaries so yeah, I just think Rand hooking up with three women and having sort of three. But I just don't think it says, I I don't think there's gonna be as much pushback on it as we thought. Like yeah. initially, sort of before right. we went into it, I think just because we initially sort of thought this might be a more PG thirteen show. Right, right, yeah, yeah. I know, and it seems like they're good because they the violence has been in it. There's been nudity, right? I mean, it's not like a lot. Like they're not just like overdoing it. It's just a, a subtle kind of um a bit here a bit there or whatever and it's not well it's not like overdone you know right so yeah um I'm trying to yeah. think about i'm trying to think about like, really was there was there really actually was there really any nudity but well, just lands you know just stepping just, into the pool you know but like yeah but i mean that but you can show that's that a up, naked like, butt okay yeah i know but it's like that's not matt i guess i don't know because really, even like when Moraine and all them were in like the in like the bathhouse, you didn't really see anything. So right. I don't. Yeah, nothing's particularly comes to mind. So hmm. I guess it is a little more do toned you, down than we think. Do, like, do there's think definitely gore. There's definitely blood and, yeah, yeah. Like, and gore. I mean, do you think gore, they'll do yeah. that, though. Do you think they'll actually eventually yeah, go probably. that go, go that route? Surprisingly, they didn't in season one. I think that I, thought, I don't know that they're going to do like a game of thrones where they just threw some of that stuff in there people are like oh, i'm out on that if it's unnecessary well see you know i think i think game of thrones had it at the beginning and then obviously and they scaled it down as the ratings went up i think the witcher did the same thing i think witcher season two definitely had some like sex and stuff like that but i think like it wasn't like as much as like season one of the witcher there's like the scene where Geralt walks in and he meets yennefer for the first time and they're yeah. like having just I mean, there's like a full-on orgy taking place right like, it's like uh what's going on here and like the second <laughs> season there was like that definitely got scaled way down yeah 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 i actually think they might scale it up honestly i you think know? they might too i think i, I mean know. just a little bit yeah so that that'll be interesting to see yeah will we get to see elaine doing the high wire act though i <laughs> matt matt's up we bypass the menagerie all together but uh yeah I think we might no, think less we might. less but less menagerie, more menagerie. So that's what we're gonna Whoa. <laughs> that's what it seems Jeez. like that's what the plan is. <laughs> uh here we go. Let's see. Um, yeah, I agree. All these characters are great. I just don't want the polygamy. Sexist and irritating as hell. And what does oh, right if they if they don't, yeah. Yeah, I mean that is a question. Are they gonna do are they gonna do the thing? Does Rand just sort of does he just maybe Rand just sort of like has a little relationship with one and then it's like has a relationship with another one, not like they're all three. Yeah, I think to yeah, I think and then Catherine was saying like flirt here. We're right. not really keeping the audience sort of guessing because in the book series you did that. I was like, who who is right. he actually into? You know? So. I feel I feel like it does I mean, who does it who do who who do you think's like his ultimate final sort of it's like a lane, right? Well, I mean, men yeah, is the one that's like it feels it feels uh, uh, like a lot. But like he has he has children with the other two. You know? I know that's crazy. So, you know, I if mean, you but it but if you just going off going off the books. Yeah. If you had to pick one. Like, who do you feel like his ultimate sort of. Probably Elaine, right? Yeah, I guess he does seem like he's the most um 
because the whole men relationship he puts off dismisses he's kind of like ah you know like that's that's just a kind of a i don't know like a friendship uh he thinks about her but that it's like the feelings are there for her much earlier than, than they are for him and he's instantly into elaine and then Avienda, that one kind of emerges is this right. sort of like undertone of tension, major tension building until traveling takes place and winter, right. winter, you know, winter's uh, hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. They, they got to the heart of it in the winter. That's for sure. <laughs> they, they had it out uh, in the tent, but um, I don't know. Yeah. He had it out. Yeah. They all, it was, that's crazy. And so in that she feels like regret because, in her mind, the, the relationship is established with Elaine. Right. Right. And she actually has to, because she has toe to Elaine uh, and she has to repay that. And she has to figure out that that they're good and that they're, that they're OK. Now, we're in an awkward spot where you and I are in the series where men has just re, uh, relayed to Elaine like she's a part of the group that's going to go to either Kyrian or Camelin. I think it's Camelin. And she's going to speak with rand and she's like i'm going there to be with him and elaine cannot and elaine loves him but like min has foreseen that all three of them will be with him and will share him you know yeah so then they do their whole bond they kind of bond one another and become like was it sister wives or something i get right. lost in the iel terminology i'm sorry um but uh yeah yeah, I just don't. So so to me, again, I don't care if they do it. I, you know, hopefully I feel like with Rafe and those guys, they're going to do it the right way. And and they've already set up like the first instance of, of seeing this was not Rand and three women. Right. It was actually Alana and, and two men. So in her warders, that's the first sort of situation that that we see. And so I think they did that intentionally just to sort of help with with the with this in, in a way. I don't know. You know, again, I'm not. It's it's I'm glad it's not my call. I'll just say that because I'd rewrite it a little bit. Yeah. So I I mean if you if you had to, what do you, I mean what what do you think if you're writing the the show and you only have to pick sort of one of them because you don't want to go down the whole route is Min the first one who you think easily is like okay it's gonna have to be between Avienda and Elaine. You know what I would do. You know what I you would, would do? Go with with, you would go with men because no, like no, 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 no. I'm gonna shock some people. What I would do is if because they have changed stuff drastically. Some people supposedly were killed at the end of season one. I don't know if, right. Al if Lord Agamar made it. Um, Amelie, uh, Lady Amelise. I don't know if she made. Like, there's some interesting things that happen. Just, just some, just some different stuff, right? So they could. If they really wanted to change things up and keep do this all like, keeping people guessing, like they changed the whole lore of the dragon, which I was fine with. Uh, they kept us guessing as to who the dragon could be, male, female, the whole nine yards, whatever. If you wanted to do something and you want to make these different realms or worlds, I always think of the, the like the portal stones in the world of what if or like like other uh, like the multiverse, right? Another reality that you have the book reality that's down. We've already seen that. We know what happens. But what is that other potential? Rand often dreams about marrying Egwene, having a child with her, all those things. You set that up in season one. They could go for seasons and have all three of these women, you know, come in and out of his lives and ultimately go back to Egwene. Now, that would throw people for a loop and the book people would be enraged by it. But uh, they could do something like that because otherwise you can't really pick one of the three. It's really hard to just. I don't I don't think I don't think it is. I I to me, I think. think. Well, it's just because obviously, even though I haven't read the entire story, I've, you know, know yeah. quite a bit about what happens at the end. Just the knowledge of sort of who Elaine kind of is, I think Elaine makes to me the most sense. Plus, Elaine is like Rand is like the Aiel, and then she's like Caitlin, Caitlin, so you get the right, you get the combination there. Uh, plus, I it's just, I, Elaine feels like the main one to me. Yeah, and she's also, also because also because she's regent, you know, all this like yeah. you know, there's all, there's all that to it too. Whereas it just it to me it's just she like Min feels the most outside, right of it. Plus Min's sort of role as this like you know she can see things and all this stuff like, and when he first meets her, she's just kind of like, hey, what's up? You're gonna go do the all this stuff like, just in the terms of the show, this is just just looking at it through the show perspective. 
she feels like the easiest to sort of pin off. And then I would say you can still have Avienda be like very close and be like maybe like a protector and you know all the all this stuff. But I think just sort of like in terms of intimacy, I think like Rand and Elaine is kind of the one I I would roll with mm-hmm. that one too because it also sets up the most intriguing dynamics for the show. Yeah. Um, unless you like do things a lot quicker because if it's Rand and Avienda, then it's like it's like too Aiel centered. Where if it's Rand and Elaine, then you get the sort of like political you know maneuverings as well that you can piece together right for a show for a show perspective where you have a lot less time and you have to make decisions and i think that is the most intriguing one yeah it's interesting too you know david said this as well like if you had to pick and you really shouldn't um yeah he also agrees with you it would be a lane right but again it sucks that you know we even have to bring well we don't have to bring it up i'm sorry I think that might be the route they go, though. I think yeah. you might you might just end up picking one, right? And yeah. you can still do. There's still tons of cool stuff you can do with the other characters. Like there's still tons of stuff. Yeah, you yeah. can, you can, you can do with with the other characters. Like Min is so interesting on her own. Like you don't need her to be. I think just from from show perspective, you don't need her to be a love interest of Rand to have her be an interesting character. Yeah, that's true. That's true. She's already mystic. She's already interesting. She's intriguing. Uh, she could be that advisor, that other, you know, uh, be close to Rand, like you said. And also, all this can happen pre, like he could have a whole bunch of different flirtation, different stuff, different intimate moments until they get to, okay, now he settles on Elaine or something. Yeah, that that's, right. that's fair and fine. You also build, think about I, this, though, is you also, from a show perspective, build up tension like remember how season one the whole deal was who's the dragon are they going to change the dragon yeah like you could have seasons of building it up to make it seem like no he's going to choose this one no he's going to choose this one no he's going to choose this one but you know what so like what david says here i mean you could do that right you could have him bouncing back and forth and have everyone really guessing for a long time and us thinking you know what maybe he's not going to maybe he sends one away and ultimately like Rand tries to do that and send like not be with with all three of them and he really tries to to kind of buck the pattern or you know get away from the destiny of having all three of them in his life if he's really forceful in that and then he ends up actually having to like like it's just he's sort of pulled in that direction it'd be kind of comical you know for him like like in the end because yeah i don't know i I don't i really don't know what they're going to do with it but um yeah, if you had to pick, I'm down that it's a lane. But I guess we had said earlier too, it won't surprise me if they do all three, and they make right. it, you know, at all. I books. And it's like right. I would I would say the options are they either go with all three or they pick one. But I would say the most likely out of those three, I think is a lane. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm I'm with you on that. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Plus, because plus, right now you've already got the story of Rand and Egwene. Where they pushed that out way further, really, than I mean, it does go a little bit into like into book two, but it's like it gets killed off pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. And so how long are they gonna let that go? This see this is the thing too. Like, are they gonna inter- introduce Elaine's brother? Because they waited, right? They wait to kind of do these introductions. Like you're you're bringing Elaine, like Min was brought in first, and then now you're gonna bring in Elaine, uh, like Elaine and then Avienda, both in the same in the same swoop. I think earlier we were talking the more interesting pieces like who meets who first and who does he, you know, get with or, or is, is intimate with first because that affects Avienda's arc essentially what we were saying, like Avienda, yeah. it feels like she owes, you know, she's, she's committed some, she's got some fault because Elaine said to look after him and that right. he, she, that he belonged to Elaine. Then she right. wants to, she goes to Rudy on and realizes she's going to have children by, by Rand. And she's like, uh, that can't be right. You know, like I'm, right. I'm not, I already told that's, you know, so. Right. Yeah. Weird. You know, I, I think th- they could, they could just do all three. I mean, people, people in the chat, MJ Daniel here, uh, on our, yeah. on Go YouTube. Crazy. They, they, they you could get one they, shot. I mean, so right. just do it. I don't know. I guess I just like, I, I don't know. Game of Thrones had like incest and like, we were rooting for Jon Snow to hook up with Daenerys. So Zan, I know we're like rooting <laughs> for it. Like, let's go. We were, even though that, you know, it's like, it's just, I don't know. I mean, it's high fantasy. I think we've sort of like adapted as audiences to be like, okay, like 
is what it is. Flat out, we are cheering for Damon Targaryen and and, uh, Rhaenyra, right? Right. Her uncle to, you know. I'm I'm a black guy, right? I'm I'm I'm. I'm... Sometimes I rewatch Star Wars, and I was like, "What if Luke and Leia had not ever found out they were?" I know, man. Yeah, siblings. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, goodness gracious. Uh, no, there is another. Oh, okay, right. No. Um, yeah. Anyway, so okay, yeah, that's that's one aspect of it, I guess. Um, before we jump into some of this Jordan Con stuff, by the way, if you're in the chat and you know anything that's going on at Jordan Con. Uh, like, let us know. It's like five o'clock there. They have about two hours left of the convention. A lot of things kind of closed down there. It's really so what? It's only like two days. No, it's it's also Sunday. Uh, you, if you want me to, I can pull this up here, the calendar for you. Yeah, right I have this right here. So let's go ahead and share this just because we are also talking about Jordan Con and we're, you know, I mean, it's there's got they've got a lot of people there, uh, which is cool. I'm really glad, uh, that they are next doing. year. Next year we'll be there. Although apparently we're not a big enough podcast to get, you know. Yeah, what's up with that? I mean, what do we got to do to get a to get a thing there? I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you can't even really see. That. I'm gonna try to zoom in on it. Um, yeah, yeah. What? How, how? How do we get like a panel? You know, how do we? During the show, we had like 300 to 400 people watching us live. Right. It was sweet. <laughs> We're all hanging uh, out. We didn't apply for anything. We didn't, you know, we, we, we weren't going to go. No, so. But you know what? I feel like we should just be asked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mokier talks was, was just live. Yeah. They're also, I hate to say, I did not realize that. Um, what are they called? Oh my gosh. And we need to reach out to some of these guys. It'd be fun to collaborate. Like the dusty wheel. I follow Matt Hatch and he's there. Uh, I don't think Daniel green is there, uh, which is, which is fine. But um what it, do you need to do to get a yacht nowadays? I mean, seriously. Yeah, right. I mean, well, you know what? What do we have to do? Right. Uh, WatCon. What's the Susan? What's this, Matt? You look that up real quick. I'm gonna talk with the schedule. Okay. Um. All right. So on. Let's see. Today's Saturday, right? So this is kind of cool. They've got the categories up here, like art, um, art and artist. You got fantasy. You've got gaming. You've got main programming. Main programming C. Uh, you've got the makers. Sanderson science fiction so cool that they've got the Sanderson bit going here and stormlight discussion Cosmere all this kind of stuff going on throughout the day you can you can check out the panels there main programming they've got blade master and dance the spears uh, author guest of honor spotlight couple of those there let's see origins of the wheel of time panel costume contest is happening and, and so on they have open gaming they definitely have some gaming tables set up and stuff Let's see. The art show was pretty cool, and they had some some featured artists there, which which looked pretty awesome. So things are wrapping up right now. It's uh, we're recording this around five o'clock. So you've got storytelling in the Wheel of Time. Uh, you've got gaming costume competitions going on. Masters of Science Fiction overflow viewing for the costume contest. A story in three parts, which is awesome. So yeah, some some cool stuff. In- interesting stuff here. Yeah, for sure. Well, Wat WatCon, yeah, I forgot about this one. No, I I remember as soon as I looked it up, I remember it is July eighth, which is the weekend after uh, oh, wow. my birthday. My birthday, but so my birthday is the first, which is the Friday, which as might be coming out here for. Coming it. out. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Now I'm looking at it. Maybe I need to come out the following weekend, as it's in Dublin, Ohio. No. <laughs> Daniel. Okay. Green speak- Daniel Green is speaking, and Kate Reading and Michael Kramer are there. I would love I though they have well, now as now as is going because it's just down the street. Michael Kramer, yeah, yeah and and yeah, the, um, so husband and wife team there. They read the audio book. I love the audio book, and they I love the audio book. Actually, it, again, uh, Audible kind of recommends it to you, but you go right into like Mistborn and some of the things that they've read, and even the connection with Sanderson finishing the series. But uh, yeah, he and I think he wanted them to come read his books as well too. So that's that's pretty cool. Okay, yeah, so I I know where the, I'm uh, going in July. Thank you, uh, by the way, Susan. That, well, that's just down the street from. That's just down the street. Dub- as you live that's, in Dublin, I used to live in Dublin. That's literally like 40, 40 minutes away. From if you're right looking now. for a great place to go, it's called the Dub Pub. Okay, it's the we Dub Pub. To, yeah, if you guys want to meet, it, man. we'll do a meet and gr- we'll do a hangout at the Dub Pub if you guys that's want the dub, to. Wow, they're dark Holy days, smokes, dark oh. days at the Dub Pub. <laughs> t- there were some dark friends there as well. 
Right. Uh, we, holy, we, man, there were bar keeps that were. We went right. It's like it's like I went. You go to the Dub Pub. The next thing you know, you're on a trip with Bale Doman, right? And you're oh. real. And where you really are is you've traveled to the Long Island, okay, the, by yeah, the way of the land. leaf. Yeah. Okay, because it's the way of the tree, the Long Island iced teas. Oh my gosh, yeah. They, I, I used to have a name back then. My friends would call me Long Island Ez, is right. what they called me. You might I was change it the way, the way of the leaf, right? Because it's yeah. trees. It's right? trees, yeah, exactly. But uh, Marriott in Dublin. I mean, that's as you. Well, Ez is definitely going to that one. That yeah. one's easy. Definitely, I'll be there, guys. That's the, That's easy. Yeah, that's cool. Actually, I did not realize that was that was there. So. I'm a Columbus guy, so that's cool. Susan, anybody else give me going to that? Uh, David, Susan, Catherine, anybody? MJ, you know, hit us up. Let me know. I, I'd love to meet up with some people and and hang out. It's actually cool, you know, the Jordan Con thing. Like I, I kind of laugh with Matt prior to. I'm like, there are just the nerd. Like Matt and I run multiple fandoms, Star Wars. You know, know. Uh, what? Gosh, well, it's on. It's it would be. Here's the thing. This weekend, it would be unfair of us to go to Jordan Con because then we couldn't go to Ice and Fire Con, and they're both going on at the same time. I know. Time. How can we pick? That's not fair. That's not fair, actually. It's I like know. saying which child do you love more? You know. Yeah, it's not fair. It's not right. <laughs> no, but uh, but when they're on separate weekends, you know, we right. we would like to go to to more of them, and it's just been a weird kind of coming out of the pandemic year. So I'm actually excited as we got towards like if a lot of this stuff was like mid-summer and i think late summer i'd be down like i'm even considering dragon con and right. stuff like that but i'm like all right i was gonna go i was gonna go to that game of thrones convention in february and it got canceled so i was just like all yeah. right i'm just out on conventions this year right that's true that's true so uh yeah but anyways just just wanted to pull up the schedule there real quick for you guys just so you can kind of see some of the stuff that was going on and um yeah it's just it's just neat i think also let me see if i can pull this up uh guest of honor just so you guys sort of know let me switch tabs here yeah oh, is this God, to awesome. me sorry sorry about that oh no you're good you're good no susan she said she she said she'd have to she'd love to go man but her husband's recovering from chemo well oh, yeah hopefully a a speedy recovery yeah absolutely absolutely that's a lot um so let me see here oh yeah here we go get guest of honor in this right here we go so we've got like our artist. Oh, this is Jordan Con. Yeah, this is Jordan Con right now. So they've got um, just a couple images there. So well, I think in the I showed you guys some of the they've got some author spotlights, right? And they've got some artist spotlights. Whoops. Let's see. We've got this guy there as well. I, unfortunately, I don't I don't know. They've got their links here too. We'll put some of their links down in the description. You guys can check out their artwork and some of their other. Um, yeah, just their, their other works. There's a lot, though. So these are the guests of honor. And then you have attending professionals. And I'm just going to click on this and you'll see there's a ton. You've got featured guests. You've got uh, artists and vendors. So if you guys want to go check this out, you can just click on one and you can just kind of read a little bit about what they're into. And a lot of these folks are at Jordan Con, which is which is cool. Really cool. So and it's just so fun to go out and meet new people and to see they're also uh, people who have written their own stuff or graphic novels or whatever, you know, artists again, they're there pitching a lot of their stuff. And I think it's, it's fun. Cons, cons are so much fun. So. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Again, I was, yeah, I would love, I would love to go to, to one, you, you know, we were set up, we were set up to go to a bunch this year, but we ended up, ended up not, ended up not doing them. But next year, right. next year, I'll be going to all the conventions. Yeah, we're down. Well, yeah, we definitely will be. We're we're down. And hey, I'll be a one in July, so I feel like that's really good. So I'm just like, there you go. I'm more stoked now than I uh, can't. I would have missed that, Susan. I would have missed that had you not have said something. So I appreciate it. I, know. The, I knew about Jordan Con in Atlanta. I've got a cousin. You got to go. You got to go represent us. Got to, got to. I will go in there with microphone. By the way, you know something that Matt and I do a lot of, and we enjoy doing this is like taking the microphones on the spot talking doing it i love seeing the dusty wheel i like seeing matt there i like seeing uh, some of the other podcasts that are covering this it's fun you go have a good time but also throw that mic in front of other people's faces and just if they're willing and they want to talk and they want to be on the podcast that's what it's all about we love reading your guys's thoughts on the show uh reading comments on on youtube doing this some of you guys are are in here um chatting with us right now we like to just toss your comment up and, and talk about it on the screen that's what we do always have uh, always will and i i think it's it's good for community building and just just fun good way to meet new friends yeah sweet 
Yeah. All right. Well, anything else in the chat here? Yeah, I'm waiting. I, so, again, we, uh, we'll kind of see. I bet you. And uh, if you guys hop into any other chats tonight, like the Dusty Wheel or, or, or any of those other podcasts go live again, uh, look for us to be in there commenting as well. Because I want to I hear what they have to say and what went down. Matt, it looks like, I'm not going to lie to you, it looks like, like they're all just cracking open some drinks. It just, does. Just partying. It seems like a big party. The whole yeah. thing just feels like, it seems like a big, every time I and, look and see what's going on there, it just seems like it's some sort of big, big should. party. They should because the fact that Wheel of Time got a season one, it got approved, it, it it launched, it's like legitimate. It's not some weird, you know, I don't know what that thing, with that, that show that they had, that pilot show, the Wheel of Time thing was crazy there for uh, a while. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was awkward. But like it got a respectable show. And it's the most watched show on Amazon. Yeah. You, you know, year. by the way, I've, you know, by the way, I, I've learned a little bit, um, you know, as I'm always reading about like Hollywood news and insider reports and everything. Um, so like that, that first show. So apparently sometimes this happens where it's like, why does this ever get made? Well, so sometimes it's like, because contracts are signed, yeah. you have to put out a project no matter how bad it is. Whoa. And so it's, it's why some things were like, it's like, man, I feel like this would have been better as like a, um, hbo like max series you know like a netflix a streaming series as opposed to a movie but then it gets ends up releasing as a movie it's because contracts were signed it says this will be a movie and so it's just like all right yeah that's cool so that's probably what happened that's probably what happened with that pilot was somewhere a contract was signed yeah and it's like well you have to do it yeah yeah isn't that why um the the original fantastic four movie not like the like there's one in the 90s go look it up it's awful fox had fox had to put it out because they had the contract that said that they would make one part of like when they bought the the rights to it yeah um but so uh go look it up i mean it's like bad 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 um but it's just because they had to make a movie so they they really they so they made it you remember there was that announcement about the uh wheel of time movie like the prequel movie is yeah, that not because said anything is said probably isn't that a different company or somebody else who had totally the different. right and was just trying I think they to... I think they had the right to that. Yeah. I think they had the rights to whatever that weird prequel thing was. So they announced first it episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, um, all right, for hey, before we uh go here, Susan brought up a good cut. Shout out to Matt Hatch. He's losing his voice, looks tired, looks like a great party over there. Shout out to him. Uh appreciate Winter all Dragon, the work yeah. he's doing over there. So you know yeah I mean, right here yeah yep winter dragon was a must do to keep the rights yeah that's how it works so oh, some, okay. and so some yeah go look up the original fantastic four movie it's like 1994 i think it's like bad fox didn't even like release it to theaters or anything it's just like hey we made it we, we said it there you go have at it wow that's crazy i did not realize that <laughs> yeah so yeah. awesome all right well we will be back with uh part two of uh lord's uh, lord of chaos um yep uh, so keep an eye out for that as and i just took a little break yeah uh, it was, hey needed a month off man so oh, anyway yeah. we're back we're good we got stuff cranking out we're getting some wheel of time season two news diving back into the books things are sl- the slow burn to season two has begun yes it has all right and this was like burn. the first little okay here we go season right. two right getting it going and i do feel like season two will be bigger and better than season one yeah me too i can't wait I'm excited. I'm excited for all of it. So awesome. So, all right, guys, as always, thank you for watching. Those who came in here and jumped onto this impromptu live stream on YouTube. Thank you guys for listening. For those of you guys listening to the podcast, stay tuned. We have extra content on Patreon and on Apple Premium, which you can find out. And thank you to anyone who supports us there, as it is an enormous help to as and I to continue to crank out all this content and keep all this stuff uh, going and improving quality and everything as we go. So we appreciate that. And as always, remember that the grave is no bar to our call. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.